0: Good evening to you. Welcome to Mount St. Alphonsus. It's wonderful to have you with us. You might hear the gentle trickle of water in the background, reminding us of the beauty of God's natural earth and creation within us and around us. Of course, the beautiful singing by Geraldine um, and by Anne reminding us that we are all part of God's creation within us and around us. So you're welcome if you're near, if you're far or on the other side of the world, in a different world to us here in Limerick City. Tonight we celebrate the beauty of God's earth within us. And around us. To Jesus, God was creator of life and the living substance, the living stream upon which all things moved, the mind containing time, space, and all their multitudinous offspring. And beyond all these, God was friend and beloved. These are some enlightened words by the 21st century philosopher, theologian and civil rights leader, Howard Thurman, calling each of us always to the source of the origins Of everything that is part of creation connects us back to God. All is gift, all of creation is a gift to us from God to steward and to look after. Richard Rohr calls this givenness, the givenness of God. So in prayer, we give thanks to all which is given to us to share, to nurture, and to grow. May I invite us all to gently bow our heads, to close our eyes and open our hearts, and give thanks to God for the beauty of creation around you, and within you. Teilhard de Chardin, that great Jesuit, who was a scientist and a theologian, who had a great capacity to connect evolution and faith, science and religion. His spiritual words. I am a child of earth, a child of God. I grasp the divine through the cosmic creation all around me. In his wonderful writing, Tehardi Sharadhan, the mass and the universe, he reminds us that from the grains of the sand to the earth's furthest end, we are all part of the creation of God. And so now let us delve into a line or two of our Jewish ancestors from the book of Leviticus that speak to us and remind us that we are stewards on this passing journey from God to God. The land must not be sold permanently because the land is mine, says the Lord. And You reside in my land as foreigners and strangers. Throughout the land that you hold as a possession you must provide for the redemption of the land to others. We pray in song.
1: Our song now is on eagle's wings, and if you have our mission book, it's on page 70. Page 70. He will raise you up on you.
2: Good evening to you, and I'd like to join with Dan and Geraldine and Father Lawrence and Nancy and the church, who will be taking part in a particular way later on in our service. Welcome you here to Limerick in Ireland. Let's begin by recognizing our closeness to one another and together our closeness to God. We live always in his gift. And so we say, oh, praise the Lord, all your nations. Acclaim him, all your peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Here in the city of Limerick, in the middle of the last century, there were at least six cinemas all within walking distance. People lived in those days in very compact units, too compact for a healthy living. But that was life then. And you had cinemas like the Grand Central and the Savoy and the Tomond and the Tivoli and the Lyric. And I'm sure I'm missing one or two other the Savoy, I think. But they all had one thing in common, that most of the films they showed were cowboys and Indians. Indians being the American Indians, the Native Americans. And in those days they were depicted as being the unruly ones, the untamed ones, the savages without values. None of us as youngsters wanted to be on the side of the Indians. They were the enemy. And then the so-called civilized world came and these so-called civilized people, business politicians, they came with their armies and they savaged the land of the native Indians. They took what wasn't theirs to take. They dishonored the sacred cultures of these tribes and chose to ignore their centuries-old store of wisdom and healing, and especially, especially their respect for creation. And of course that is still happening today in the Amazon and in some other parts of the world where power and might comes along and tramples on the powerless Those who have no means to stop them. We go back to the earlier days. So, as children, we cheered the cowboys and we booed the Indians. How wrong we were, how very wrong we were. We were all brainwashed by Hollywood and the films that they produced, one against the other, always the Indians losing. We can still remember some of those tribes, you know, the Comanches, and the Sayaks, and the Shariokhi. And there's a little known tribe as well called the Sukhwamish. And they had a leader, and his name was Seattle. And Seattle was a very, very wise man, a great leader among his people. People turned to him for advice he had received a letter from the President of the United States on the East Coast, offering money to him and to his people in exchange for land, plundering really. And Chief Seattle, being a wise man, knew that if he didn't agree to their terms, They will come anyway and take the land by force. So he wrote a letter to the President of the United States. And in that letter it reflects a man of infinite wisdom. His words are timeless and they vibrate the passion and love for the land and all God's creation. His words contain a conviction that all things and all beings are connected, that God is the God of all. And we acknowledge that every day at Mass when we say, Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. And many of the things he refers to in the letter to the President of the United States Many of the things he warns about have come along into our lives to this day. We are all experiencing in our lives and across the world the effects of this disruption of values. Let me read part of this letter. And I hope I can do justice to it in the reading. And he writes to the President. Every part of this earth is sacred to my people. Every shining pine needle, every sandy shore, every clearing, every humming insect is holy in the memory and experience of my people. We are part of the earth and it is part of us. One thing we know which the white man may one day discover, our God is the same God. You may think now that you own him as you wish to own our land, but you cannot. He is a God of all, and his compassion is equal for the red man and the white man. This earth is precious to him. And to harm the earth, to harm the earth, is to heap contempt on its creator. And if you continue in this way, it will contaminate you, and you will suffocate in your own waste. So, he concludes, so if we sell you this land, love it as we have loved it, care for it as we have cared for it, And with all your strength, and with all your mind, and with all your heart, preserve it for your children, and love it as God loves us. One thing we know, our God is the same God, this earth is precious to him. And Again, we can say, blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. This world is our home. entrusted to us by our Creator to have and to hold, to use and to develop, to respect and to cherish. And in spite of everything, in spite of everything, it is a good world. It is a wonderful world, a world full of wonder, and the signs are all around us. Some of you may remember a famous violinist called Joshua Bell. I believe he came to the concert hall in Dublin some years back. It is one of the top 10 in the world. And he took part in an experiment in the United States in the state of Washington district of Columbia. And the experiment was that he would dress as a busker in ragged clothes. And he would sit in a box outside the underground station and he would play music and he put a little tin in front of him so that people would come by perhaps and drop a few coins in as he played and they monitored a thousand people and as he played the most fantastic music possible of the one thousand people nine hundred and ninety passed by without a second glance Nine stopped for a few moments, then they looked at their watches, and off they went, caught up in the rush of life. And only one of the thousand, only one stood in wonder at the music that he or she, I'm not sure which, was listening to, one in a thousand. And that's our problem in today's world. We're caught up in the Russian pace of life. We're sucked in by it. that we don't give ourselves time to wonder, to wonder and to wonder. And one of the benefits of the recent lockdowns that we've had, it has caused people to open their eyes in other directions. People walk more than they ever did before people discover the wonder of gardening, even though it may be just a window box in the house in which you live. And it's lovely to go into the park and to see children with their parents prancing around in the middle of God's creation. And I'm always inspired by those parents perhaps who are single, and have a love for their child or children that I will never understand because it is so deep. The wonder of love. I can be inspired by God and enrich when I go into a primary school, which I've always loved going into, but during the times now when missions aren't done because of the conditions we're living in, to see the young children there proudly, excitedly, introducing you to the plants that they had planted earlier in the year and the way they cherished them and looked after them. It's a good world. It has problems but it's a good world if only we have time to stop and to reflect. And, and, and every Saturday morning here in Limerick in the city in which we are now, you'll see a group of people with black sacks and picker-uppers and sanitizers. Going around, collecting the rubbish left over, sadly, by people who have spent Friday night rattling, binging, whatever. And come Good Friday, in the past number of years, people from all nationalities here in this city get their black sacks and their sanitizers and their picker uppers, and they spring clean the city. Young and old, family, single, every nation of the world and and that is beautiful to see causing one to say yet once more blessed are you Lord God of all creation and I'm always inspired by those people who give their time voluntarily and freely into the service of life and protecting life and especially to go into a hospital and to see nurses and doctors and staff and carers and cleaners Going in every day at risk to themselves in the service of others, God's creation at its best. And even though at times they are stressed out and worn out because of the carelessness of others who disregard all directions. So, this is the world in which we are living. It has its problems, of course, it has. But it is a wonderful world, if only we can take time to breathe it, to drink it in, to be a part of it, as indeed we all are. So this is our our world, this is our home, in which we live daily, in which we move, and in which we have our being. And we say that same prayer in relation to God. In Him we move, and live, and have our being. Each day, each day offers us opportunities to make this world of ours a better place. Even in the tiniest of ways, the word, the glance, the action, the reaching out can mean so much. And when you go to bed at night and before you go to sleep, may you have reason to be able to say from deep within yourself, blessed are you Lord, God of all creation. Now I go into invite Anne and Geraldine to lead us in reflection now in the spirit of Saint Francis's canticle. And after that then Father Lawrence will lead us in prayer. And Nancy will lead us in entering the world in which we live seeking God's blessing.
1: I might see
0: I invite all of us to open our hands, open our hands out if you want to rest them on your lap, but just as a symbol of opening our minds, our bodies, our souls. We open our hands to God because we can only ever pray when we're open. When we close our hands, we close possibility. We close newness. We close the ability of creation to flow. But when we open, we surrender to the beauty that is around us and within us. And So when we do this spiritually, we ask the Lord to guide us to be open in our prayer. I'd like to draw your attention, your eyes, to our sacred space on our altar, the natural plants, and the beautiful gentle trickle of water in the background. We're going to pray together Not just the words that I say, but the openness of your heart and your hands and your goodness and your creativeness, wherever you are, in how you have cherished the beauty of creation. And we'll have a prayer and we'll respond in song and in praise to the God of creation. And as we do, To each prayer, as we respond in song, Nancy, a part of our team, will go forward and bless from the natural wellsprings of water, the symbols of earth on our sacred space. Acknowledging the vast creation, north and south and east, and West, we will bless in prayer and in thanksgiving. Our Earth, praise to you, my Lord, through our sister Mother Earth, who sustains and guides us. May we love and care for our treasured Earth as God loves and cares for us. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. Let us sing to the Lord.
3: Blessed are you, Lord God of creation.
0: Laudato, see on the care for our common home, our earth and the wellsprings of our rivers and seas. Pope Francis thirsts for us, each of us personally and collectively to cherish our natural treasures. So we pray for all who thirst Practical ways for what we take for granted that flows from our taps We pray for all who reach out To irrigation programs and well schemes and practical supports for the most vulnerable inspiring them and empowering them to be self-sufficient in the care of our natural habitat in prayer, let us sing to the Lord.
3: Blessed are you, Lord God of creation, Lord God of creation.
0: Parchment Terrace. beautiful, lively document written by Pope Paul VI challenges each of us due to our ill-considered exploitation of Mother Nature. We run the risk of destroying our natural habitat, our home. Inspire us to use our voices, our hands, And our hearts to protect the blessedness of our Mother Earth as we joyfully sing to the Lord.
3: Blessed are you.
0: So as we gather we give thanks to the God who quenches our deepest thirsts. Be praised, my Lord, through whom all of creation has its home. For the natural beauty, may we reach out to those who thirst for justice, who thirst for their natural creation, their home that we share as we sing to the Lord.
3: Mm. Blessed are you.
2: And as we come to the end of our evening together, I'm going to pray this little prayer, the night prayer. If you have those booklets, it's on page 15. We prayed with each other and we prayed for each other, for each other, especially those who are too weak to read or hard of hearing of whatever reason, whatever situation they are in their sickness. So as a family. Across the whole earth, all of God's creation, let's pray with care for each other. We thank you, Lord, for the day that is ending. We thank you for your love and protection. Forgive us for any wrong we have done this day. Forgive us for being bad tempered and hard to live with. Forgive us for hurting those we should love. word of comfort or praise or thanks which we might have given and did not speak. Forgive us any help we might have done might have given to someone in need and did not give. Lord, we pray tonight for all human for all your creation, for the believer and the unbeliever, for those who are trying to find you and for those who are trying to ignore you. Bless those who are lonely and who feel their loneliness worst of all at evening time. Bless those who are old and sick and dying and who will not sleep tonight. Bless all homes and families and bless those who have no home of their own. Give us all restful sleep and the peace of heart that comes from knowing that our sins are forgiven and that we are always in the hands of our Heavenly Father. Amen. So uh,
0: as we began in joyful thanksgiving of the beauty of creation, and so we conclude giving thanks to God. Thank you very much, Cheryl